Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome back to the 21 Seconds Podcast. I'm your host, Colt White, and this episode is brought to you by Dunn Ranch, located in Winniewood, Oklahoma. Standing Jess Lips, One Valiant Hero, Highest Fire, Dashmaster Jess, and the young, well-bred sire, PYC Fun and Fancy. This is one of my favorite stallion lineups in the country. Make sure you book a breeding to one of them in 2021. They are definitely worth the stud fee. If breeding to a stud is not what you're looking for, then don't worry. Dunn Ranch also folds out mares. They can take care of your embryo transfers and semen transfers, and they're one of the best in the country when it comes to sale prep. They can pretty much help you with anything at Dunn Ranch, and for more info, go find them on Facebook and Instagram, and you can also go to their website, dunranch.com, or give them a call at 580-279-6666. That's 580-279-6666. All right, guys, as always, we'll start with some stakes recap from the last weekend. Only one race to talk about. That is the grade one $100,000 charger bar handicap. Phillies and mares, four-year-olds end up going the distance of 400 yards. The winner was number six, Kiss Through Fire, paying $10.40 for the win, $5.80 to place, $3.40 to show. The five, Cat Daddy's Little Girl, was second, paying $6.40 to place, $3.80 to show. Third was the nine, Curls Happy Wagon, paying $3 to show. Fourth was number three, Hot Simpting as well. Kiss Through Fire covered the 400 yards in 19.622 seconds and is owned and bred by Gentry Farms, Juan Alleman Trains, and the jockey Raul Valenzuela. Kiss Through Fire, one for one on the year, of course, earning $50,000 for the win there in the Charger Bar. Career-wise, has six wins from 18 starts with four seconds, earning 438000 in her career. In 2020, let's take a look at what she did. Was second in the trials for the Los Al Oaks and then ninth in the finals, grade three there. Second in the All-American Oaks. A finalist in the Los Al Super Derby. Runner-up in the Southern California Derby, which was two weeks before this Charger Bar Handicap win. So congratulations to the winning connections of Kiss Through Fire. Cat Daddy's Little Girl second, owned by Jimmy Negret and Jimmy Vasquez, Jaime Gomez Trains, and the jockey Oscar Pinedo on the Big Daddy Cartel mare. Third was the nine, Curls Happy Wagon, owned by Michael Pohl and Stacy Martin. Martin Stacy, sorry. Juan Alleman Trains and Armando Cervantes had the ride. Then Hot Simpting in there for fourth, number three, on by Miguel Gallegos and Mauricio Gallegos, Paul Jones trains, and Ramon Sanchez with the ride. The rest of the field finished One Sweet Change, Terra Fire, J.R. Prissy's Blood, Jess B. Glory, Galloping Goddess, and Tequila Sangria. But once again, congratulations to the winning connections of Kiss Through Fire, winner of the Charger Bar Handicap. Racing! Tequila Sangria begins well with Kiss Through Fire, Galloping Goddess, Cat Daddy's Lil Girl, Curl's Happy Wagon, and Terra Fire are down the outside and Hot Simpting through toward the inside. It's Kiss Through Fire with the lead from Cat Daddy's Lil Girl, Hot Simpting, Curl's Happy Wagon, Kiss Through Fire wins the Charger Bar. Cat Daddy's Lil Girl finished a strong second. On Tuesday... At Turf Paradise, trials were held for the Turf Paradise Maiden Stake, $10,000 added on the purse. Three-year-olds end up maidens at the time of entry, traveling a distance of 300 yards. Fastest qualifier was One Sexy Hero V, a colt by One Valiant Hero. Out of the sixes, Royal Mare, Sixy Chamisa. 15.635 the time, Ryan Martinez owns, Jesus Corret trains, and Noe Garcia Jr. with the qualifying ride. Second fastest was Dela Corona, a Philly by Dela game out of the Corona Cartel mare, Corona Blast. 15.721 the time, Wilfredo Guillen, the owner, Antonio Soto trains, and Joseph Bellick Jr. with the ride. Daddy's Fly was third fastest. This is a Philly by Big Daddy Cartel out of the Fly Jess Fly mare, Miss Streak and Fly. 15.737 the time, Luis Icheralde, the owner and the trainer of this Philly, Jacobo Navarro, with the qualifying ride. Ramblin' Fox was fourth fastest to Colt by Jess Good Candy out of the Azum mare, Azum Babe. 15.737 the time, Wilfredo Guillen, the owner, Antonio Soto trains, Joseph Bellick Jr. with the qualifying ride. 
Next, we have Jess Pack and Heat, a gelding by Jess Good Candy. Out of the Corona for me, Mare back in the pack. 15-743 the time. Orlando Guerrero, the trainer. Owner and trainer, I should say. Kevin Carbajal is the qualifying rider. Kelly's First Moon is next. A Philly by First Moon Flash. Out of the Corona Cartel, Mare. Corona Kelly. 15.770 the time. NJ Farms, LLC, the owners. Eric Valenzuela trains. And the jockey, Adrian Ramos. Untouchable Lover. This is a gelding by Mr. Jess Perry out of the Separatist Mare. Hold me now. 15.791 the time. Bulga Racing Team owns. Alex Casas, the trainer, and Kevin Corvaldo, the, the qualifying rider. Eighth fastest, DF Fabulous Rogue. A gelding by one Fabulous Eagle out of the first down Dash Mare. Like a gift. 15.800 the time of 300 yards. Stephanie Ortega, the owner. Antonio Ballesteros trains. And Elias Gutierrez had the qualifying ride. DF Favorite Honor was ninth fastest, a gelding by Favorite Cartel, out of Personal Honor by Mr. Jess Perry. 15.800 the final time. Alex Casas, the owner and trainer, and Jose Serrano had the qualifying ride. Rounding out the top 10 for the Turf Paradise Maiden Stakes, Mike Capone. A Philly by FTD Dynasty out of the Corona Cartel, Mayor Cold Hearted Cartel. 15.822 the time, Jose Mendoza, the owner, Eloy Navarro, the trainer, and Hector Aldrate had the qualifying ride. Congratulations to the qualifiers of the Turf Paradise Maiden Stakes. The finals will be held January 26th in Phoenix, Phoenix, Arizona. All right, since there hasn't been a whole lot going on here recently due to the kind of the off-season, I guess, if you will, in horse racing, I thought I would talk a little about the Heritage Winter Mix Sale going on next week, January 15th and 16th in Oklahoma City. Uh, I'll kind of preview session one for you this week and session two next week, right before the sale. I'll just go over some that kind of caught my eye here since I've been looking through the uh, catalog last few weeks. And uh, if you guys have any, any you want me to talk about, let me know. But before the first session kicks off, we have breedings to be sold at the Heritage Sale, including one to the AQHA champion two-year-old Flying Cowboy 123, earner of over $900,000 in his career. Also another breeding to a two-time AQHA champion, EC Jet 1. Then we also have one or Bolt of Fire, two for two in his career with an 82 speed index. Two stars at Rio Doso, one by Walk Through Fire out of Genuine Strawfly, Mare Genuine Joy. Also have a breeding to He's Our Secret, an AQHA champion, three-year-old Colt. And graded stakes winner, Baru, right before the Heritage kicks off. Let's see what I got marked first here in the book. First one I've got here is hip number 37, consigned by Dunn Ranch as agent. JJ flying in the wind. This is a three-year-old gelding now by Fury of the Wind. Out of the Oak Tree Special Mare, JJ Special Tree. The mares had five foals of racing age, four to race, and three winners, including one by Jet Black Patriot, a filly here. Four wins to six, earning $71,000. That's JJ Chris S. Angel. Was third in the Scoopies Leaving You Stakes. Had a couple of others that were placed and a winner. But JJ Flying in the Win has one win and four times second, once third, earning $22,000 and is in training going into the sale here. Kind of want to look at him, see what he looks like. Um, sounds like he's been on the board most of the time. I mean, there's that's six times on the board right there. So I'll be anxious to see J.J. flying in the wind. January 2018, Greg Yelding here by Fury of the Wind. Next one I got marked in here is hip number 60. Consigned by Nobles Farm as agent, High on Chablis. This is a six-year-old gelding now by a high rate of return. Out of the toast to Dash Mare, toast of Chablis. He is the top runner out of the Mare, toast of Chablis. Also, Fast Dash and Man comes from this mare, earner of 70000 on the track. Was a finalist in the Vinton Stakes and qualified to the Delta Downs Derby. Toasted Corona, earner of 25000 and three wins. I'm Toasted, two wins to four, 21000 in earnings. And High on Chablis has three wins, nine seconds, and one third, earning 67000 in his career. Was a winner of the Canterbury Park Distance Challenge in 2020. 
and was a finalist in the Challenge Championship, and he is Oklahoma bred and obviously Challenge enrolled. Hit number 60, high on Chablis. Next one I got here, that's hip number 68, consigned by Bobby Cox. Ignition, a February 2020 Colt by Carter's Cartel out of the first down dash mare, Mesmerit. Carter's Cartel, the champion two-year-old Colt with six wins, earning about $660,000. First damn on the page by first down dash was unplaced. First foals arrived in 2020. Second damn on the page is Dreams for Lindsay by taking on the cash, an earner of 13000 Dam of 18 foals to race and 11 winners, including Looking for a Good Time, earner of 82,000. Flying for Uncle Sam, earner of 42,000. Catching in My Dreams, 87,000 in earnings. The third dam on the page is the White Time Air, Lisa's Mystique, who is producer of Catch Me in Your Dreams, champion aged horse and aged gelding twice, supreme racehorse as well, earning over a million dollars. And of course, the second dam is on here as well, Dreams for Lindsay. And this is an embryo transfer here by the champion, Carter's Cartel. Kind of like to see him, too. Hip number 76, consigned by Kurt Raymer, agent for Shelby Hayden and Philip Kowalski. Chicks do tell. Uh, February 2020, Philly by DuPonte. Out of the walkthrough, Fire Mare, 320. 320 is unplaced, but a sister to Forest Fire. And tough to tell, as well as fire by night. This is her first foal here. The second dam on the page is Chicks Tell by Chicks Beduino. The producing dam here of 34 starters and 29 ROM, including Tell Cartel, owner of 700,000. Forest Fire, owner of 335,000. My Favorite Cartel, 90,000 in earnings. Chicks Favorite, 117,000 in earnings. And Black Type all up and down the second dam on this page. This Philly is eligible for the AQHA Challenge, All-American, Rainbow, and Rio Dosa Faturities. Right after her, I've got hip number 77 marked as well, consigned by Lazy E-Ranch, agent for Gerald and Shelton, Five Bar Stoli. This is a five-year-old gelding by Five Bar Cartel out of the Stoli mare, Stoli Angel. Stoli Angel had four wins to four, earning 125000 on the track, was the AQHA Distaff Championship winner. Has had five foals to race and five winners, including five bar Stoli, Cartel Charlie as well, earner of over 102000 and Carter's Angel, earner of 12000 in earnings. Second dam on the page is Isaac Shaker, Heritage Place Futurity winner back in 2005, had 11 foals to race and six winners, including Stoli Angel, Isaac Texan, and Ocean Shaker. Five bar Stoli was once the Rainbow Derby winner in 2019. He's earned 212000 on the track with two wins, four seconds, and three thirds. And he is challenge enrolled. That's hip number 77, five bar Stoli. I've also got hip number 79 marked, consigned by Roger Daly, agent for H&E Ranch. One good Corona, a January Colt by KVN Corona out of the first down dash. Mare Eyes, a good one. This one, of course, a yearling. The Mare Eyes, a good one. Was an earner of 38,000 on the track, second in the Remington Distaff Challenge, third in the Los Al Juvenile. And also a finalist in the Texas Classic Derby and a sister to Platinum FDD. He's had one foal of racing age, and as a started two-year-old, does not mention how that two-year-old is done. Second dam on the page, Isa Jumpin' by Isa Special, earner of 460000 on the track. 19 foals to race, 13 winners, including Platinum FDD, the Firecracker Futurity winner, and an earner of over $162,000. Isa Royalty as well, earner of 31000 on the track, third to the TQHA Self-Futurity. And then another one on here, Jess Jumpin', who is the dam of Isa Jess Jumpin', earner of 921000 on the track. This colt is challenge enrolled. Again, hit number 79, One Good Corona by Roger Daly. Hip 111 is another one I got marked in here, another KVN Corona yearling, consigned by Lazy E Ranch, agent for Macaulay Land and Livestock. Uh, name still pending on this colt by KVN Corona. Out of the walk through Fire Mare, Sassy on Fire. She had five wins and ten starts, earning about 25000 As a sister to Jess walking through, Fire and Sass and Lady Perry on Fire. And her first foal here by KVN Corona. The second dam on the page is the Dam of Distinction, Jess Sassmy. Dam of 28 foals to race, 19 winners, 26 ROM. 
including just walking through a champion two-year-old filly and under 447,000. Sassmi Blue, a champion aged mare, 296,000 on the track, who's the dam of Sass Go Blue, earner of 181,000. She also produced Just Being Valiant, six wins to 491,000 in earnings for him. Black type all up and down the second dam on this page as well. This colt is eligible for the All American Rainbow and Rio Dosa Futurities, as well as the Golden State Million and Lost Out 2 Million Futurities. And for you barrel people, Pink, Ruby, Pink Buckle and Ruby Buckle eligible. This KVN Corona Colt. Hip number 130 consigned by Bob Moore Farms as agent contender. This is a three-year-old Colt by He's Relentless. Out of the PYC painter wagon mare painted Sable. Painted Sable. Seven wins on the track earning 170000 Produced six to race, five winners. Including contender here, but has also produced Sable's Dashin, earner of 38000 on the track. Second of the Bitterroot Derby. Brian's Dynasty, gelding by FTD Dynasty, a two-time winner, 26000 in earnings. And Relentless Sable, a winner at three, 19000 in earnings. Contender this year, you may remember, he was a finalist in the Heritage Place Futurity. He's earned about $63,000. He's had two wins, one second. This year, he is challenge enrolled in Oklahoma bred. He is an embryo transfer. That is hip number 130, Contender. A nice-looking colt here, and I'm going to be glad to see him in person, too. Also got hip 140 on here, and I'm actually kind of wondering if she's actually going to be at the sale or not, just based on what she's done here recently. That's hip number 140, Curl's Happy Wagon, consigned by Charette Hill Racing, agent for Martin Stacy and Michael Pohl. Curl's Happy Wagon, a six-year-old mare by PYC Painter Wagon, out of the Spit Curl Jess Mare, I a Spit Curl Girl. First M at eight wins on the track, 180,000 in earnings. Winner of the two Rivers Stakes. It's had two to race, two winners. Besides Curl's Happy Wagon, produced Valiant Curl Girl, a Philly by Valiant Hero, earner of 31,000 on the track. Second M on the page is the Mr. I Opener Mare. This dimples an opener. 28,000 earnings for her. Three to race and three winners. Including I.S. Pit Curl Girl, Mukewater Creek, earner of 53000 and Trick Cam, earner of 50000 Curl's Happy Wagons race record, second in the Texas Classic Derby, a finalist in the Oklahoma Derby. At four, two wins, the Decada Stakes, the Canterbury Distaff Challenge, second in the Easy Date Stakes, once third in the Juno's Request. And then at five in 2020, had two wins, including the Mill Million Vessels Memorial Handicap, the Decada Stakes, was a finalist in the Juno's Request Stakes, the Easy Date Stakes, and has had eight wins career-wise, twice second and once third, earning $308,000 AQHA Challenge enrolled and an Oklahoma bred. And just recently ran third in the Charger Bar Handicap at Los Alamitos. That's why I'm kind of concerned to see if she's actually going to be there or not. Uh, it seems like a lot of these really good runners get put in these sales just to show people they're for sale and then by the time you get to the sale they're they're uh, out but that's hip number 140 curls happy wagon uh we'll skip to hip number 165 consigned by bobby cox ringo a february 2020 colt by one fabulous eagle out of the ivory james mare thriving ivory she had six wins on the track earning 147,000. winner of the sam houston distaff was also second in the TQHA Selfie Tourity and a finalist in the Sam Houston Derby. First foals arrived in 2020. The second dam on the page is by first down dash. She's dashing first. Winner at two, earning 4,600 on the track. Four foals to race, three winners, including Thriving Ivory, the first dam. First dash in James, three wins, earner of 40,000. And Wonderland, earner of 23,000. All three of those were sired by Ivory James. Ringo is All-American Rainbow and Rio Dosa Futurity eligible. I'd like to see him too, this one fabulous Eagle Colt. Ringo, hip number 165. Hip number 175 is another one I got marked, consigned by Bobby Cox. Paychecks, a January 2020 Colt by Freight Train B out of the one famous Eagle mare, Epics. Epics was unraced. Her first foals arrived in 2020, but the second dam on the page is K-Pax. Earner of 14000 was a finalist in the All-American Congress Derby and a sister to a downright runaway. 
a dam of 28 foals to race, 18 winners, 23 ROM, including justifiable, five wins to seven, earning about 73,000 on the track and a new track record setter. Yerman, three wins to six, 53,000 in earnings. Perry Ferry, earner of 48,000. Sarasota, earner of 24,000. And Black Type all up and down the page. The third dam is Runaway DD. And this is Paychecks, a January 2020 Colt, here by Freight Train B. Usually these yearlings don't look very good right now, but just they're in that awkward stage. But I like his breeding on there, so it'll be interesting to see how much he goes for. And that's 175 paychecks. Let's see, what else do we got marked here? Let's skip all the way to 243. Consigned by Marty Powers, agent for Kelly Yoder Equine, Spartan Dynasty. A March 2020 Colt by FDD Dynasty out of the Mr. Jess Perry mare, Goddess Artemis. I kind of had this one marked because I like the cross. FDD Dynasty, Mr. Jess Perry mares, it seems to be pretty decent cross. Goddess Artemis was an earner of 11000 on the track, a sister to High Plains Perry and Watch Linda Ballet. A dam of 14 foals of racing age, 13 to race, and 8 winners, including Bannister, earner of 142000 winner of the Los Al Wild West Futurity and the Beehive Futurity. Also shifting ground, a winner at two, 20,000 in earnings, a finalist in the Lyco Bird Stakes, Exalted Spirit, 16,000 in earnings, Goddess Demeter, 12,000 in earnings. But the second dam on the page is where it gets interesting. That's Sky Chicks by Chicks Beduino. Was second in the Classics Futurity, a finalist in the Los Al Million Futurity, 26 foals to race and 17 winners, including High Plains Perry, earner of 770,000, Dutch Schultz, earner of 356, Skybo Dash, 242,000 in earnings. This yearling colt by FTD Dynasty is eligible for the Golden State Million and lost out $2 million and is an Oklahoma bred. I think I have just a few left here from that first session. That might have that could have been the last one, too. Nope, it's not. I've got hip number 299 marked as well. Consigned by Charette Hill Racing, agent for Tom Lebick, the Polar Vortex, a six-year-old mare by Carter's Cartel, out of the Shazoom mare, signed Zoomer. Uh, signed Zoomer, earner of 30000 on the track, dam of 15 foals of racing age, 11 to race, and nine winners, including the Fiscal Cliff, a champion age stallion, earner of 580000 on the track. Also, Wagon Tails, earner of 427000 and a sire as well. The Polar Vortex here is this dam's third best baby, with a valiant Zoomer in there at fourth, 70000 in earnings, was third in the Texas Classic Derby. Second dam on the page, Stylish Sign, a champion of champions winner out of her, Mr. PYCDU, also first painted sign. Um, race record here for the Polar Vortex, pretty good. At two, had one win, twice second, once third. At three, four wins, twice third, including the Iowa Double Gold Derby. At four, had one win, three times second in the future fortunes of Iowa. And at five in 2020, superior racehorse, two wins, including the Prairie Meadows Distaff Challenge. Once second in the Cyhawks stakes, third in the future of Iowa, and was a finalist in the Challenge Championship for the Phillies and Mares. Eight wins for the Polar Vortex, six times second, five times third, earning 143000 And she is AQHA Challenge enrolled in an Oklahoma bred, obviously probably a broodmare prospect at this point, the Polar Vortex. Again, that's hip number 299. Uh, let's see, how many more do I got marked here? I think I just got two more to talk about from the first session, including hip number 309, consigned by Dunn Ranch, agent for Oscar Roeen. Cash Cartel Fury, uh, May Philly, a 2019 by Fury of the Wind out of the Jet Black Patriot mare, Cash Cartel Patriot. Cash Cartel Patriot was unplaced in one start, dam of two foals of racing age, one to race, including Jessa Patriot. A gelding by Jess Ellie, three wins to three, 51,000 in earnings. The second dam on the page is Cash Cartel by Corona Cartel. Dam of 15 foals to race, 12 winners, including FTD going grand, an earner of 197,000. Cash Flow Cartel, earner of 191. A Political Mogul, earner of 148,000. A lot of black type on the page for this Fury of the Wind filly, a Louisiana bred, and is eligible for the LQHBA Breeders Futurity. A late. May Philly here, but a two-year-old now, so I, I figure there'll be some people jumping on that. I like the breeding on this Philly as well. All right, one more to look over here for session one 
of the Heritage Sale. That's hip 321, consigned by Dunn Ranch, agent for Valeriano Racing. A March 2020 Colt by A Political Jess out of the Good Reason SA Mare, Rock Candy SA. Rock Candy SA, two wins to four, 28,000 in earnings, one full of racing age, and one to race, including this Candy Rocks. Philly by one famous eagle, earner of 12,000 in 2020. Second dam on the page is where all the black type is, though. That's Send Me the Candy by Leaving Memories, 135000 on the track and earnings. 28 foals to race, 22 ROM, including Send the Candy Tree, earner of 410000 faster than you, 196000 This candy special, 100000 in earnings, and just black type everywhere, like I said, for this yearling cold tier by A Political Jess. So that wraps up the first session preview for the heritage place winter mix sale i'll be there so if y'all see me holler at me i'll have some 21 second stuff on and again next week we'll look at what i have marked out of session two for the sale again it's january 15th and 16th at heritage place in oklahoma city hope to see you there joining me now a multiple graded stakes winning jockey. He most recently won the grade one charger bar handicap on Sunday with Kiss Through Fire. Please welcome Raul Valenzuela. First of all, congratulations on the win in the charger bar handicap with Kiss Through Fire. Thank you, Cole. Thank you. I appreciate it. Take us from the gate to the wire in that race. How did you feel she did throughout the race? She uh, you know, she 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 really she really put it together this time. You know, she uh she had she the four times that I have rode her, you know, her problem was um, breaking, getting out the gate. She'd leave, you know, a little bit tardy, and you know, she'd get into trouble or get ran over, and she'd just come flying on the end. And uh, she 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 demonstrated it that she could do it. You know, she could put it together. You know, she showed us Sunday night. You know, she broke and she broke with them. You know, heads up with them, and you know, she 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 just dominated him. How did she improve off her runner-up finish last time out in the Southern California Derby and a quick bounce back too, just two weeks? Yeah, uh, it, that that that's the, the 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 you know the that's the tricky part here. Uh, I actually took off of her because I qualified. I had the fastest time to that Southern California with Capital Cove, and I believe she got the I think I believe the sixth or seventh fastest time. I'm not sure that day and um. She was on the out. Uh, she was on the six hole that day, and uh, she just got pinned. She uh, she she broke a little bit tardy, and she just got pinballed. I'm talking about pinballed both sides. You know, I thought I thought you know the you know the race was over then. You know, and I I, I gave her a shot, and you know she come running, and she actually win the race and qualified. You know, uh, so it gave me a tough decision again because I had qualified that same pair to the Super Derby, and in the Super Derby. I went with Kiss Through Fire. You know, um, that was my first time riding her, and and I knew that uh, she had a uh, a crazy late kick, crazy late kick. And um, I went, I, I made my decision. I went with her, and uh, in the Super Derby, she just she just didn't break at all. She completely flat footed and completely missed the break, and still come running. And I think ended up, I think like sixth or seventh. And what does she like so, to work with, personality wise? You know, she 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 she. She's a cold-blooded horse, cold-blooded, relaxed, nothing bothers her. She goes out there and does her job. You know, a horse can run right by her, and she won't even pay no attention. And how long have you been working for her again? You said you've ridden her the last four outs? Uh, yeah, the last four outs. I've ridden her the last four outs. The first time riding her was the Super Derby Trials, and I have, uh, I've ridden her three out of four times, uh, three out of four times week one. The only time that... Uh, that we didn't win was in the uh, Super Derby when she uh, she was um, when she stayed flat-footed. Uh, Armando Cervantes picked her up in the Southern California, and um, the only reason that you know I had picked uh, Capital Cove River Kiss Through Fire it was um, this time was that they had ran together I, be I believe five or six times since two-year-olds. And Katso Cove had beat her every single time in the finals. Every single time in the final, Katso Cove had beat her. So in the Super Derby, I knew, I knew that you know if they both got out, that Kiss Through Fire would beat Katso Cove. But see, the problem was that if she got out, and um, I gave her the benefit of the doubt in the Super Derby, you know she didn't break. 
So in the California, the Southern California, it's kind of hard to take off of a horse that's not doing nothing wrong, you know, and especially that's the fastest time. Right. Cat Tail Cove. And, uh, you know, she surprised us that day. You know, she, I knew that if she broke that she was a tough one, but you know, like I said, I couldn't, I, I, I really didn't want to leave it up to if. So that's the reason why I went with Cattle Cove and she broke, she broke the Southern California, you know, and she, she comes, she come running and she loses it to nomadic in the head ball. And it, it was really impressive race. And, uh, you know, they, the, the owners and the connections, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't really make the choice in the Southern Cal. And they, you know, a little thing that helped me, Gentry told me that, you know, if I wanted to take off that I could with the option of in the charger bar, I'd get her back. Now I want to go back to last month. You won the champion of champions in an upset with a political pants. What was that moment like? You know, it's, it's been a really, really long road for me. Uh, you know, I didn't have a mount for the champion of champions. Um, I want to give a shout out to Jesus Ayala. You know, he, um, he pointed me in the right way and, and, and um, threw my name in the mix. And, you know, they, they gave me the opportunity to ride that horse. And he, he, he's a, he's a great horse. Just really great horse. He's been knocking on the door all, all, all two-year-old, three-year-old year. You know, so it, it was pretty nice to see that horse come through in, in the Champion of Champions. Has it set in yet that you've actually won that race now, being the biggest of your career so far? Honestly, honestly, Colt, it hasn't. It hasn't set in yet, you know. Um, like I said, you know, it's been a long road. There's been a lot of obstacles in the way, you know, but uh, thank God that, you know, we got that done. I'm sure when you win one like that, after all the hard work you've put in, it's, it really just seems like a dream at that point. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, it, it's been a long time coming. I believe in uh, I believe in 2013 when I had first came to Los Al, my first year at Los Al. They had asked me. Um, I I I won the Val Tonks Award, and uh, they had asked me, uh, "Are you the the question was Are you more of a champion and champions type race rider or um, all American race rider?" You know, at that at that point, it was my first year here, and I I grew up watching uh, Los Alamitos, so all I knew was champion and champions. And right. So my so my answer then was champion and champions, and you know. Couple uh, a few years later, thank God it came true. Well, that's awesome. Help us learn more about you. How'd you first get into horse racing business? I I got I get into horse racing. It comes through my father. He's a he's a trainer down here in Arizona. And as far as I can remember, back as a little kid, uh, you know, I just remember going to the track and him taking his horses to train and stuff. I would jump in the truck. It'd be dark out. You know, we go gallop his horses, and um, I started growing. I started growing, and uh, I got into galloping. I got into galloping. He'd give me a little bit of gallops here and there, and uh, you know, it came to a point where I, um, in high school, I would start about eight o'clock, and my dad works for UPS as well. So wow! Before school, we'd go to the track and gallop. Come home, we'd both take a shower. My dad would take me to school, and he'd go to work. Wow. Oh, man. And I can remember doing that for the longest, the longest, as far as back I can remember. And I rode my first race here at uh, Turf Paradise when I was 16 with his consent. And, you know, uh, when I finished high school, I um, I decided to, to take a take a shot at Los El. You know, I, I, um, I had been watching that my whole life, and I really looked up to a lot of riders here, with, like one of them, Rodrigo Seves, you know, because... I'm I'm a really tall I'm really tall, and you don't really see a lot of jockeys that are tall in this business. Right. So you know that was uh, you know somebody that I could relate to a little bit, and and give me you know feed my uh, feed my dream to keep going. Now, is being a jockey something you've always wanted to do? Being in the business so long, or was there any anything else that you wanted actually, to do earlier? No, actually, no. Um, at first, uh, you know, I I've always played baseball. I was always, I, I always played baseball. My freshman year, I played varsity, and ever since a little kid, you know, my dad, um, my dad had me in travel ball, and I, um, and I played all, all across the states, and um, I was, I was, I was doing pretty good. And, um, I was on the on, on path to, you know, uh, go to college and and, and and go with that, and um, tragically throughout, uh, I believe, uh, right before I my uh, somewhere around my freshman year or so. 
my uh, grand grandfather passed away, and he was he was the one that I always used to take me to my games. And after that happened, you know, I just I I just lost the the fire to 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 the sport, and the 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 horses were were there, and that was like my uh, my pickup, you know, that picked me back up, and and I ran with that. At the beginning of the, your career, were there any jockeys at Los Al over the years that had kind of given you tips on uh, improving your riding? Yeah, you know, um, I, I got the kid. Um, I, when I went, when I got to Los Al, I was about uh, 20, 19, 20 years old. And oh, wow. I, when I got there, it was the Ramon Sanchez's, the Francisco Rubio's, the Cesar de Alba's, you know, Rodrigo Seves, Carlos Huerta, you know, they, they, they all, you know, they, they, they all, you know, welcomed in and, 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 you know, helped out whenever I had, you know, something that I wasn't sure about or, or, you know, if they seen that I could improve on something, you know, they, 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 they would let me know. What are some of the things you love most about your job? Uh, the, the things I love most are, you know, waking up early, waking up early, you know, and, and, and going out there to, to, to try to find a new opportunity every day. You know, if you, if, if I, I, um, you know, my, my father installed it into me at young, young, you know, you got to work, you got to work, you got to work. And, you know, that to me, that that's the most, that's the most rewarding thing to wake up every morning. And then, you know, the results come in. It's just a satisfi satisfying feeling. Right. I'm assuming here recently, you've been working with a lot of two year olds. Uh, have there been any that caught your attention this early in the year? Uh, here at Los Al, the, uh, a couple of trainers barely started bringing them in. You know, they're barely getting set in. You know, they're a little bit skittish right now. You know? Right. So I really, I really haven't really got around to it yet. You know, we just, um, I, I believe they barely allowed uh, two-year-olds to get into the track here at Los Al. Right. So we really haven't really worked with those too much. But uh, yeah, it's usually a little later starting with the fraternities there than it is Oklahoma yeah, City. Exactly. So that so that makes a little back, back like uh, back towards like um, Oklahoma and stuff. You know, they, they those guys are already shopping up those horses, getting ready for you know that Oklahoma meet. Right, got a little bit more time out there. Last thing for you here: what are some of your goals for this upcoming year? You know, this upcoming year, uh, I. Uh, uh, my goal is to qualify again to the to the All American. You know, I uh, 2014 I qualified to political blood. And, oh, okay. Um, you know, that's my goal. That's my goal to qualify to that race again. Well, that's awesome that you qualified a political blood too, and to see how he's done as a stallion here lately too. Exactly, exactly. You know, like I said, you know, at that time, you know, when I used to ride that horse, I knew he was fast. I knew he was fast. I just didn't know what fast was i don't know if you get what i mean oh yeah i understand you know, i i you know it was a really really uh it was really early in my career and you know i got the opportunity to ride a horse like that you know and and, and it, it, it was a blessing it was a blessing got a couple of stakes races to talk about for friday january 8th the turf paradise two divisions for the turf paradise 870 challenge $12,500 on each race of the purses, 870 yards the distance. So here is a look at the field for the first race of that challenge series. And we'll look at the horses. Number one at 6 to 1 on the morning line is Rod James. This is an 8-year-old gelding by Jesse James Jr. from the Apollo mare, Lady Rubina. Um, owned and trained by Alvaro Hinos. Hector Aldrate will have the ride. 40 starts for this gelding in his career with four wins, six seconds and eight thirds, earning about 127000 In 2020, mainly ran against optional claiming an allowance company, was sixth, fourth, and then second in his first three races, two at Sunland Park and one at Rio Doso Downs. He was second against allowance company out there at Rio Doso, was seventh in the Z870 championship, Seventh once again in an allowance race, then third against Allowance Company in October. Third in the New Mexico Classic 870 Championship Grade 3 back in November. And last time out on December the 9th at Zia Park was fourth against Allowance Company at Hobbs. 
That's the one horse Rod James in the opener. The two is Classy Class at 5-2 to two on the morning line. This is a nine-year-old gelding by Discreetly Mine out of the Sarland Mare, Colligate. This is a thoroughbred gelding, by the way, owned by Paul Miller. Vanessa Evans, also the owner, and Justin Evans trains. Louise Negron has the call. This nine-year-old has had 11 wins and 44 starts, earning $602,000. Has ran some at Belmont Park and Aqueduct. Was actually... Up there in some Kentucky Derby prep races there, his two- and three-year-old year in 2015. He was third in the Withers Stakes as well as the Gotham Stakes and was fifth in the Toyota Bluegrass, all of those Kentucky Derby uh, prep races. Was also a finalist in the Oklahoma Derby for the Thoroughbreds and many, many other stakes races over the last few years. But in 2020, started five times with a couple of wins. One against Optional Claiming Company at Sunland Park, then third at Sunland Park a month later in that same kind of race. Then the last three were all claiming races at Remington Park and Zia Park. Last time out, won a claiming event at Zia on October the 14th. That's the two-horse, the thoroughbred classy class. Number three is Leeds Limit at 4-1 to one on the morning line. A five-year-old gelding by Tannergyman. Out of the Artax mare, My Little Sis, this one's a dual-bred, quarter-horse and thoroughbred here, owned by Brenda Figueroa. Juan Figueroa trains, and Michael Yabara with the ride. Three career starts for this four-year-old here, or five-year-old, I should say. Two of them wins, including both against Claiming Company at Los Alamitos, and the first of which was in October of 2019, then was sixth a few months later against Allowance Company at Los Al. And last time out on October the 2nd, won a waiver claiming at Los Alamitos. The four is Captain Expense at 5-1 to one on the morning line. An eight-year-old gelding here by Scott's Pine out of the Petersburg Mirror, Miss Current C. Another thoroughbred here, seven-year-old. Three lifetime starts with two seconds to his resume. Those were his first two times out. All of his races have been at Turf Paradise. The five is Bonafly at 15 to 1 on the morning line. A six-year-old gelding here by Bono Jazz out of the Devon Lane mare, Fly Misty Fly. Gilbert Daniels, the owner, breeder, and trainer on this gelding here and ridden by Jaime Lopez. Bonafly started 25 times with three wins, four seconds, and five thirds, earning about 18000 Last year was third in a final at Grant's Pass in June. Second against Allowance Company in July, third in another final at Grant's Pass, then fourth back-to-back times against Allowance Company at Grant's Pass the last two times out for Bonafly. The six is BS Cyclotron at 3-1 to one on the morning line, a six-year-old gelding by Cyclotron. Out of the sought-after mare, Coastal Kathy, another thoroughbred here owned by Sean Perry, Antonio Soto Trains, and Adrian Flores with the ride. Two career starts for this six-year-old gelding, one win. It was against Allowance Company in 2019 at Los Alamitos. Last time out was all the way back in March 2020, fifth place against Allowance Company at Los Alamitos. The seven is Big Bad Brad at 20 to one on the morning line, a five-year-old gelding by six to 13 out of the splash bag mare, Missy Nickelback. Billy Christian, the owner and trainer. Jorge Shavir with the call. One win and 13 starts for ba- Big Bad Brad. Last year started three times, all against Allowance Company, with 6th, 8th, and 6th. Only win comes in the first time out for this gelding, a win in the Pot of Gold Futurity Trials back in 2018. And the 8 is Corazon Rostado, 727 at 15 to 1 on the morning line, a four year old filly by Louisiana Cartel. Out of the he's a motor scooter mare, she's a Princess Belle. Erica Curion and Felipe Godina, the owners. Gaston Valenzuela, the trainer, and Alejandro Medellin will have the ride. One win and nine stars for Corazon Rostado 727. Has made several finals, though. Fifth in the pot of gold futurity at Sunland Sundowns at, I guess that was May 2019. Fourth in the Grants Pass Firecracker Futurity in July of 2019. And last year was fourth in the GMC Distaff Stakes on Challenge Championship Night at Albuquerque. 
So that is what the first race looks like. Now on to the second, the second division, I guess, of the Turf Paradise 870 Challenge. Another field of eight in this one, $12,500 purse, once again at 870 yards. Number one is no reason for diamonds at 12 to 1 on the morning line. This is a four-year-old gelding by Rance's Reason out of the Avalis Storm Mare, Cartier Capri. Owned and trained by Gene Garcia. Enrique Gomez will have the ride. This four-year-old has had one win in 10 starts, only with the board twice. Last year, eighth against Maiden Company back-to-back times at Sunland and Rio Doso, then third against Maiden Company at Albuquerque, sixth in the New Mexico State Fair Derby Trials in August, and then last time out won a Maiden Claimer on December the 9th at Zia Park. The two is J-Boy A. An eight-year-old gelding here that's 5-1 to one on the morning line. He's by Jess Zuman out of the A-Classic Dash Mare, Mighty Classy Lassie. Thomas Gonzalez, the owner-trainer. Alfredo Juarez Jr. with the ride. This eight-year-old has six wins and 36 career starts, earning about 135000 In 2020, won an optional claiming race to kick the year off, then was fifth in the Paul's Valley Stakes, eighth in the Remington Distance Championship, Fourth against Allowance Company, then sixth against Allowance Company, and last time out on October 24th was third in the Sandia Stakes at Albuquerque. That's the two horse J Boy A. The three is Nico's first cartel at seven to two on the morning line, a five year old gelding by first prize Perry out of the Royal Cartel Mare, Cartel Moon. Erica Carrion, the owner, Gaston Valenzuela trains, and Miguel Perez with the ride. Five wins and 22 starts. For Nico's first cartel, earning about 88000 Last year, started only five times, won an allowance race in January, then was second in the Downs at Albuquerque Distance Challenge Trials in August, second in the finals for that as well, then won an allowance race at Albuquerque in September, and last time out in October was fifth in the Sandia Stakes. The four is frankly energized at 9-5 to five on the morning line, a nine-year-old gelding by St. Deere, out of the speak mare, seldom silent. John Pickerton, the owner. Justin Evans, the trainer. And Louise Negroen, the rider. This one's another thoroughbred here with three wins and six starts, earning 66000 career-wise. Started off the, his career last year, or two years ago, I should say, with back-to-back wins. Once against Allowance Company and then in the marathon stakes at Sunray Park. Then back-to-back trips against Allowance, actually three trips in a row against Allowance Company, sixth, third, and fifth there. And last time out was on December 8th, 2020, against Claiming Company at Zia Park, and that ended up a victory for Frankly Energized. The five is Cupid's Fast Arrow at 8-1 to one on the morning line, a four-year-old gelding by Valiant Hero out of the first down dash mare, Vikes Dashing, on by Rogelio Carrascos Jr., Gaston Valenzuela, the trainer, and Hector Aldrate with the ride. One win and 17 starts for Cupid's Fast Arrow. Last year started several times, mostly against Allowance Company. Fifth, fourth, eighth, second, sixth, sixth, fourth, ninth, second, and third last time out and against Allowance Company at Zia Park. Was a finalist in the La Fiesta Derby last year, ended up ninth in that one. And besides that, hasn't made any other stakes races. Cupid's Fast Arrow, an earner of just over 20000 career-wise. The six is Ministers Don't Lie at 20-1 to 1 on the morning line. This is a five-year-old by Ministers Wildcat out of the Lionheart mare, Lisa's Lion. Another thoroughbred here, owned by Irene Enriquez, Danny Arista, the trainer, and Jimmy Corrales with the ride. Three starts for this, this horse here. Let the board twice. First time out was at Del Mar, seventh against Maiden Claiming Company in 2018. Then in 2019, won a Maiden Claimer in February. And last time out was in October of 2020, third against Claiming Company at Zia Park. The seven is Foggia at five to one on the morning line, a six year old mare by Rocky Bar out of the Grand Slam mare, Yan Yan. Another thoroughbred here owned by Sandra Guski. Wendell Matt, the trainer, and Cassie Guadalupe will have the ride. Nine wins and 31 starts for Foggia 
And 2020 only started three times, fifth, third, and fourth, all against Claiming Company except for the Sun Devil Sprint Stakes was third at Turf Paradise in January. Has mainly ran at Turf Paradise and Emerald Downs throughout his career. Also Canterbury Park mixed in there as well. And many stakes races on the resume for Foggy, an earner of over $194,000. And rounding out the field is EJ's Gold. At 6-1 to one on the morning line, this is an 8-year-old gelding here by Quentin's Gold out of the Golden Ransom Mare, Elizabeth Jane, Maria Yoder, the owner, Arturo Chavez, the trainer, and Frank Reyes with the call. A thoroughbred here who is a maiden in four starts. Has lit the board twice, though. Eighth against Allowance Company at Sunray in 2019. Fourth against Allowance Company also at Sunray that year. Second against Optional Claiming Company in at Albuquerque. And then last time out was in December of 2020 against Allowance Company at Zia Park was third in that one. So that's what it looks like for the Turf Paradise 870 Challenge Stakes coming up on Friday. Good luck to all in that. And with that, that wraps up the episode. I appreciate all of you for listening once again. Uh, first episode of the year. I hope this is a big year for the podcast. I'm planning on having more guests than I normally have on, more than two each episode once the year kind of gets going. Uh, once Remington kicks off, Sam Houston. Um, I mean, just once it gets rolling, we'll have quite a bit of people on here and uh, got some merch coming soon too. So y'all have a good weekend and good luck if you got one in the races. Make sure you give me a follow on Instagram and Facebook at 21 Seconds Racing. Give my farm page a follow as well at Bow and Arrow Farms. And I will talk to you guys next week. That's a wrap. Support for the podcast is brought to you by Flare Strips. During intensive exercise, horses can only breathe through their nose and not their mouth. That means all oxygen needed for exercise can only pass through the nasal passages, the narrowest part of the upper airway. A significant portion of the nasal passages is supported by bone or cartilage. When breathing hard, the soft tissue overlying this unsupported region is sucked inward, reducing the nasal passages and greatly increasing resistance to air intake. Studies show that during exercise, over 50% of resistance to air flow to the lungs comes from the nasal passages. Flare equine nasal strips make breathing easier by providing a spring-like force that gently supports the soft tissues over the nasal passages so they collapse less. Numerous studies prove that the strips improve airflow to the lungs, reduce fatigue, reduce lung bleeding, and quicken recovery. Visit flarestrips.com for more information.